As we look at 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 14, the question I want to pose is, what does it mean that God blesses us for suffering for righteousness sake? What's included in this blessing? And the method we're going to use to answer that is uh, word or idea searches. We're going to use our concordance or a computer concordance and find places where this word and this word are used in order to answer the question, what is included in this word? And we're going to move out in concentric circles from the near context further out to other places where the word is used. So, Father, we need your help now to go deep with your promise concerning our blessing when we suffer for righteousness' sake. I pray for your help in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me clarify something. When it says you should suffer, um, if you suffer for righteousness' sake, don't limit that to a suffering as persecution because you're a Christian. I think it means anytime you are trying to do what is right in the name of Christ and for his glory and entrusting his promise and relying on his spirit, any suffering that comes to you, I think even, even practical suffering like um, a flat tire on your way to share the gospel or to do good to somebody, that kind of simple suffering or worse are included here. There's a blessing in the suffering that comes when we're doing right. Now, how do we determine what is included in this word blessing? And we search for its, uh, its use and the use of that word suffer. Let's do that. Let's move out to the immediately preceding context. Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless, for to this you were called that you may obtain a blessing. So here we are getting a blessing when we are reviled. Now, what's in that blessing? Well, I think we get a clue by reading, for whoever desires to love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. All of that is in what we're supposed to do here. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. That's part of the blessing. His ears are open to their prayer. That's part of the blessing. The faces of the Lord is, is against those who do evil, our adversaries. And that's part of the blessing. So the first part of the answer is we get God's watch care. We get his eyes on us and his ears open to us. Or let's go over to chapter 4, verse 14. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed. What's in the blessing? Because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. There is a special spirit of glory that rests upon us in our suffering, and that's the blessing that comes. Now, when you're looking at this word blessed, you might say, oh, Jesus said something like that. And you go to Matthew 5, 11, and 12, blessed are you and others revile you and persecute you. This is very close to 1 Peter. And utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice, be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. So there's a third part of the blessing. We get a huge, great reward in heaven. Or if we take the word suffering and look for it, 
For what credit is it, chapter 2, verse 20 of 1 Peter, if when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure, but what if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure? It is a gracious thing in the sight of God. So suffering for Christ's sake, when we're doing good, God views it as a gracious thing. We have his favor. What about chapter 4, verse 16? If anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God. So there's an occasion to glorify God when we suffer for righteousness' sake. Or what about at the end in verse 10 of chapter 5, after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore and confirm and strengthen and establish you. All of those are the blessing that we receive if we are willing to suffer for a little while. And then God completely restores, confirms, strengthens, and establishes us in heaven or in the resurrection And then I said, you search not only for the word blessing, you search not only for the word suffer, but search for the idea. And that's right there in verses uh, 6 and 7 of chapter 1. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved. So that's not the word suffer, but it's similar. You've been grieved through various trials so that the tested genuineness of your faith more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may, and here it is, here's the great blessing, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So, being praised, being glorified, being honored at the last day. So, back here, what is included in this blessing? Let's sum it up with these key phrases from those verses that we've seen. It is God's eyes or watch care over us. It is the spirit of glory and of God resting on us when we suffer. It is the um, final great reward from Matthew 5. It is the gracious favor of God on us. It is the um, a chance to glorify God in an unusual way. It's total renewal from chapter 5 in heaven when we're finished suffering and it is purification in fire as it were from chapter 1. So by doing word study, searching for words and ideas that are parallel we can unpack the riches of blessed.